what uh, what kind of what have you learned? I guess you know, being in your second season. I mean, obviously last year worked out great for you guys, you made the playoffs and everything. Like, what's kind of been, you know, the toughest part about you know year two and getting every you know keeping everything at that level? Right. So um, the the first year when you come in, everything's new. You don't know what you don't know, and uh, you have a plan. And you, if you, unless you've been a head coach before, this is your first time going through it. So last year. Um, we were the big thing for us last year was let's build a culture. Let's get this building um, exactly how we want it with Ryan Pace and myself, and let's get you know really really good people in here so that when anything bad does happen, it's nothing but positivity. Doors are open, people are talking, honest communication. And so last year, um, we, you know the guy we we had some you know ended up going twelve before, obviously lost to to Philly in the playoffs, but um, it was it was a really really fun year. Now. Me as a head coach, what I got to do now is make sure two things that everyone understands the parity in this league, that it's not easy to, to do that and repeat that, but it's, it's definitely doable again. So you can't get complacent. You got to work hard. And when adversity strikes, how are you going to react? Well, we're in that adversity right now. And so building a culture of good people in the building makes me feel confident that when, when you lose three games in a row, like we did, um, we, we, we pull tighter instead of you know, um, become becoming fractured. Obviously, you coached against the Eagles last year, but not in Philly. It's your first time coming back as a head coach. Uh, what's the significance of of that for you? Yeah, well, it, you know what? It's it's um, I'd be lying if I said it, it's not it's not um, you know, just a a fun. It'll be a fun experience. I came back as an assistant coach with Coach Reed in our first year in Kansas City uh, in 2013. That was my first year back there. But now as a head coach coming back. So many friends and families in the area. Me, me obviously being raised in Lancaster County, um, you know it, it'll it'll be uh, it'll be good. But I'm excited for it because I'm, I'm I'm anxious for our team and our players and and for our city and and for us. It's gonna. I have a lot of respect for everybody in the uh, Eagles organization um, from top down, and and I uh, had a great experience there. And, and and if I if I didn't have my experience in Philadelphia uh, with Coach Reed and Mr. Lurie and Howie Roseman and everybody, I wouldn't be here right now. Matt, uh, I know you faced um, questions about the decision to kneel, and I don't mean to open up a wound on that, but um, when you're in that decision-making process, how much do analytics play a part in that, or is that just really kind of a feel-for-the-game uh, type decision? Right. No, it's um, we're, we're, not, we're not as big as some teams on the analytics. Not right or wrong. I mean, that's just kind of who we are, and, and so... Um, you know, I, I just uh, we, we all we have a bunch of good coaches on our staff that have a lot of good um, uh, opinions, thoughts, and we have a process that we believe in. And uh, you know, unfortunately, it, it didn't work out for us last week, but that's a part of of how this thing goes. And uh, again, you know, it's magnified a little bit just because of our kicking situation last year. But that's okay. We we uh, we we'll rally around it, and we have ultimate faith in in uh, Eddie that he'll come back and make the next one. Matt, their defense played you tough in the playoffs last year. They're starting to get some people healthy. Uh, when you've looked at the film, what's been your impressions of Schwartz's defense? Yeah, they, well, you know, you're exactly right. They're, they're um, getting healthy. Number one is huge. Uh, that that's huge. And I always go back to, um, you know, two of the guys that I know when I was there. My, you know, in, in Philadelphia, are Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and. You always start on that on that big defensive line, and I have ultimate respect for them as players. It, it's been neat, really, watching them grow into who they are. Uh, I was there when they were rookies, and so they're both dominant players that you got to know where they're at at all times. Um, and and so I think what you're seeing now is 
a team that is really um, the, the defensively wise. They're, they're coming together in regards to just you know making plays and trusting and believing in one another and, and playing fast. So when that D line starts getting after people, um, they're able to do things on the back end, and I think that's what you're seeing. Hey, if I could uh, ask you a Delaware-related question, um, you know, you have another UD guy on your team in Bilal Nichols. Um, just kind of how he's been doing for you guys. I see he's starting, and you know what it means for him also to be playing close to home. I'm really proud of Bilal. He, he came in last year and uh, did a lot of great things. He, he uh, learned a lot from Akeem Hicks, um, who has just been a phenomenal mentor for him this whole time. Bilal is one of the more focused um, athletes that I've been around. He cares immensely. You see that. We saw that when we drafted him. And now what he's doing is he's, he's really growing as a player every day, every week. He had, he had the unfortunate injury with his, his, uh, his wrist and his hand, and, um, but he's able to come back now. And uh, Again, a guy that you, you trust is going to play hard every single snap, and, and it's just really fun watching him grow. Matt, it was... I'm sorry, if I follow up. I mean, obviously he's going to be playing in front of like – you know, his whole family and friends, I mean, growing up in Delaware and stuff. I mean, do you think that's obviously going to be pretty big for him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. It always is. All, all these uh, all these guys, they care. They want to they want to they want to play well in front of their their friends and family. And, um, you know, it's going to be a heck of an environment uh, with those uh, those fans there. I mean, just uh, they're so passionate and get after it so much. Um, and it's going to be loud for us. They'll make it challenging. But. Uh, I'm sure for anybody that has local ties, it's always uh, that, that's pretty much the norm. Matt, it was well documented that you used the way last year's game ended as kind of a, a source of either motivation or or in your messaging with the team of this offseason. This week, are you looking at that playoff game last year in terms of your messaging with the team? You know, we, we haven't, and and that was that's something that for for us that was so fresh in our in our mind as we came back from from the um, from the off season. That was really the last thing that happened to us, and I'm okay with doing that. I just really believe in using that as motivation. If you do it the right way, you don't ever do it. Our guys know how to have, they knew how to handle it. It stung, you know, but we used it as a, there's a lot of great teams out there that had um, you know down moments as a team and as a unit, but used it as motivation the following year. That's what what we're trying to do. So um, it, it, this has this is all about this year. This is about 2019 for us. Um, every year is so different, and we have our own. You know, um, you know, record right now at three and four, and, and all we can really focus on is going one and up. I know it's a team game, but the spotlight always is on the quarterback. Uh, what's going on with Trubisky this season? Yeah, well, he's he's. Um, it's one of those deals where, for us, as we came into training camp, we want to just keep um, as an offense. Forget just the quarterback. We we were looking really as an offense to to be able to really find that identity and get going, and so. Um, you know, we, we struggled the first game against uh, Green Bay, and um, that was on a you know that big stage, open up the NFL season, and and so we wanted to figure out, okay, how do we recover from that? And, and we as a team, offensively, forget just the quarterback spot. We as a team struggled. Um, we struggled with the run game. We struggled in other areas. But our challenge then was to figure out how do we get it going. Uh, unfortunately, he got hurt in the Minnesota game, and and uh, he's found his way back here. And he knows that we all want to play better and coach better. He understands that. He wants to play better. So um, we, the only way we can do that is by rallying around each other and supporting each other and, and staying positive, and that's kind of where we're at. Matt, you guys, with, with Howard kind of finding his footing here in, in Philly, your run game, as you said, has struggled, certainly. I mean, last week was, I think, a pretty good week for David. But 
what, what is either you lost with Jordan or what have, what have you had trouble finding in your run game? Why has it, has it been such a struggle for you guys? Well, there's been a lot of areas uh, for us that we've, we've run into and for different reasons. It's not all just, um, you know, just our, our O-line. It's not just the running back. It's not just the play calling. It's, it's, it's been kind of a mixture of, of everything at different times is really what, what I've seen. But we're real excited about how last weekend went. We thought that the, uh, the guys did, did, did a lot of good things. And for us as an offense, we needed that. We needed for us to, to have that momentum and just that, that positivity because we were really struggling. I mean, the week before, obviously, only calling seven runs for 17 yards. You're never going to win an NFL game with that. So uh, we, we all, you know, trusted in one another, trusted in, in, the, in the players. The players trusted in the play calling, and we made it happen. We just didn't come away with the win. Matt, both you and the Eagles were pretty deep in, in the running back scouting during the draft. What did you think of Miles Sanders during the process? No, I, I like Miles a lot. I, I, we, uh, we uh, um, you know, we saw a lot of good things from him. He's very versatile in what he can do. Um, you know, he can do obviously do a lot of things out of the backfield. Uh, you know, he, he, you know his, his film, there was just so much evidence uh, at Penn State of uh, just a lot of great vision, being able to cut on a dime and make guys miss. He had that one run against Michigan State that was special. Um, we really liked the kid. So, um, you know, Howie and Doug did a great job of, of drafting him, and, and um, you know, it's a, it's a good combination between him and Jordan. Matt, what's the benefit of having two running backs like Sanders and, and Howard or even your guys that are different in style as far as the, cha- the challenge to a defense when, you don't, when you've got different types of uh, running backs? Right. There's a couple things to it. I think um, it, it enables you to, to run different types of schemes. And obviously in this offense, you like to, um, with Doug and I being in the same family, it allows you to, to do some things in the passing game as well. Um, and, and so yeah, you have that, that there, but what, what you got to do is you got to be able to balance it so that anytime somebody's in the game, it's not always run or it's not always pass. And, and so when you take that part of that element with it, and then you say, okay, what's our offense and what do we want to do? It's just mixing the two together. But there's, um, there's some people that truly believe in that. And there's others that want to give a guy, you know, one guy, the ball and the other guy's just the backup. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Take care. See you. Thanks.